This week I'm talking about mindfulness, what it is, why it's good for your mental health, and how to be more mindful every day. So, let's talk about mental health. This is Let's Talk About Mental Health, a weekly podcast about mental health and well-being hosted by Jeremy Godwin. Let's talk about mental health, because the more we talk about it, the easier it gets. Hello and welcome to episode 42 of Let's Talk About Mental Health, the weekly podcast full of practical ways to improve your mental health and well-being. I'm Jeremy Godwin. Thank you for joining me. This week I'm talking about how mindfulness can improve your mental health. So let's get talking. Mindfulness is something that comes up a lot in this podcast, as well as in many different things that you'll read or hear about improving your mental health. However, I think sometimes it can be seen as being too new agey or just too time consuming for some people. The good news is that you don't need to sell all of your belongings and move to a commune to be more mindful, unless that's what you want to do. And you can practice mindfulness in less than a minute, which is something I'll demonstrate a little later on in this episode. Before we get into that, I've mentioned a few times in past episodes about how things often seem to happen in my personal life that are related to the topics that I'm writing about for this program. Whether that's destiny lining up or simply the universe making sure that I really think about the topic, the result is the same. I often wind up experiencing a lot of these subjects in ways that serve to reinforce why it was an important topic to talk about in the first place. And that happened again this week. On the very day that I started pulling research and drafting up the episode content to talk about mindfulness, my tyre blew out as I was driving to pick up my partner, and I found myself waiting for about an hour or so on a country road for roadside assistance to come and sort me out. As I waited, I realised, thankfully, just how calm I had been throughout the whole thing. I was driving at high speed on a country road, but instead of panicking when it happened and letting my anxiety take over, I went into problem-solving mode, and then I calmly sat and waited. Now, it certainly did not hurt that I had a beautiful view across rolling hills as the sun was beginning to slowly set to keep me company as I waited. And where I was was a spot that I rarely get to enjoy as I'm driving through it. So finding myself with an opportunity to just sit quietly and mindfully appreciate the beauty of the place that I now call home was both calming and invigorating. And I share this because I think we get so hung up on completing our to-do list and getting through the day, and often it's not until we're forced to actually take a moment to just sit that we even consider the idea of slowing down and taking a look at our surroundings. As I sat there watching the sunset, I found myself thinking about how fortunate I was to be able to just be present and to experience the quiet beauty of that little moment. And so that's what I'm talking about this week. How mindfulness can help you to stay in the present moment and how that helps your mental health and well-being. So what is mindfulness? Well, before I dive into a definition, let me ask you a couple of questions. Have you ever found yourself sitting on the couch eating a snack and suddenly you realise that you've eaten it all but had no idea that you were nearly finished? Or have you been driving your car or catching public transport and suddenly you've arrived at your destination but you didn't realise it fully until you got there? Sometimes we go into autopilot mode, especially for things that we do on a regular basis. And that can be helpful, but it also takes us away from being fully present in the moment. 
I'm sure we've all had the experience of being on the train as we head to work and completely zoning out, or watching television and suddenly the program finishes before we even know it. Sometimes we can find ourselves defaulting to just following our instincts, and while that can be useful for a lot of activities, it can also mean that we're less conscious of what's happening in the moment. Especially the so-called little things, like a nice view or a pleasant aroma from a flower. Stopping to consciously observe these sorts of things is one way to be more mindful of your surroundings and, more importantly, to connect more with the present moment. To break it down to its most fundamental definition, mindfulness means being fully present in the current moment. That means being completely in the moment and free of distractions and fully engaging with whatever you're doing or focusing on. You've probably heard me talk about the importance of living in the present in previous episodes, because the past has passed and it cannot be changed, and the future is unwritten and not completely within our control. Mindfulness helps you to focus more fully on the present, so that you can release your worries about the future, or let go of negative thoughts you might have about past events. More and more attention has been paid to mindfulness over the past few years, and even the American Psychological Association acknowledges its benefits for mental health since it can be backed up by factual, verifiable evidence, and I'll put a source in the transcript for that. Being mindful serves to change how you experience your thoughts and feelings. Instead of just reacting when you have a thought or a feeling, learning how to live more mindfully helps you to hit the pause button so that you can respond in a more considered way to your thoughts and feelings. It doesn't mean that you don't have thoughts or feelings at all. Good luck trying to make your brain go completely quiet for more than a few moments. What it does involve is observing your thoughts and feelings without judgment and without allowing yourself to be controlled by them. Mindfulness isn't about religion. It can certainly be part of your spiritual practice, if you like, but it doesn't have to be. It's just a simple idea that can be used by everyone to focus more on the present moment as a means of anchoring you and helping you to find a greater sense of calm. I talk a lot in this program about being gentler with yourself. For example, back in episode 9, self-talk and episode 28, feelings. And mindfulness allows you to find new ways to treat yourself gently and kindly, whilst also providing you with tools to deal with challenges. And it can help you with things like letting go, which I talked about in episode 32, and especially overthinking, which was the subject of episode 4. Mindfulness does this by being an anchor for the present, so that you can focus on the now and let go of worries about the past and the future. Mindfulness can be as simple or as complicated as you like. You can do whatever feels right to you. That might mean doing courses or going to retreats. It might mean using an app or a podcast for a self-guided practice. Or you can even find simple moments of mindfulness in the mundane like consciously watching the clouds pass across the sky or listening to the wind rustle through the trees for a few minutes. So why is mindfulness good for your mental health and well-being? Well, according to the UK's Mental Health Foundation, practicing mindfulness can give more insight into emotions, boost attention and concentration, and improve relationships. It is recommended by the National Institute for Health and Care Excellence as a preventative practice for people with experience of recurrent depression. SANE Australia also noted that mindfulness can help reduce stress, boost creativity, and improve working memory. 
It can also help manage depression, anxiety, chronic pain, suicidal ideation, addiction recovery and relapse prevention, and eating disorders. They also noted that the benefits of mindfulness meditation have been talked about for centuries, but recently neuroscientists have found evidence that mindfulness meditation helps to preserve the brain's grey matter, in other words, the thinking part of your brain, it helps to grow the parts of the brain associated with learning, thinking, emotional regulation, empathy, compassion, and taking perspective, it helps to reduce fear, anxiety, and stress, and to improve attention, concentration, and memory. I'll include the link in the transcript for those two articles from the Mental Health Foundation in the UK and SANE Australia. Now, I mentioned the American Psychological Association before, and according to an article by the APA, research has identified many benefits of mindfulness, including reduced rumination, which is particularly helpful if you're prone to overthinking, stress reduction, boosting working memory, greater focus, less emotional reactivity, increased cognitive flexibility, in other words, helping you find new ways of looking at things, increased relationship satisfaction, and other benefits, including enhanced self-insight, morality, intuition and fear modulation, increased immune functioning, improvement to well-being, reduction in psychological distress, increases in the speed your brain processes information, as well as making it easier to complete tasks, along with having fewer thoughts that are unrelated to the task at hand. And those points are summarised from the article that I mentioned earlier, and the link is in the transcript. If you're after more information, I definitely would recommend that one because it provides a bit more detail for each item that I just mentioned, as well as providing details of the research cited for each item. So if you're anything like me and you want to be sure that you're using reputable sources based on the scientific method, you can very easily go down a rabbit hole of reading multiple papers about the evidence to support the idea of mindfulness. So that link is in the transcript and I'll post the link to Facebook as well, which you can find at at facebook.com forward slash LTA mental health because it's a worthwhile article. In short, mindfulness helps you to focus more fully on the present moment and that can have positive flow on effects to your mental, emotional and physical well-being. And so with that in mind, let's talk about the how-to part of this week's topic. How to be more mindful no matter how much or how little time you have available. There are many different ways to be mindful, and you don't even need very long to incorporate a little mindfulness practice into your day, which I'll demonstrate in just a moment. First, let me just point out that there are thousands of different books, podcasts, YouTube videos, audio files, and articles out there that are all designed to help you discover different mindfulness practices that work for you. Also, there are apps like Smiling Mind and Headspace that offer guided exercises and meditation practices, although do note that some require a recurring subscription or a one-off payment. It's all a matter of choice and finding what feels right for you. So take the time to do some research and identify your preferred style and platform. Some people like video, some people like audio, some people like reading, while others prefer to go to a class. There's no right or wrong way to approach it, just find what fits for you. So instead of giving you a list of ideas like I normally do, today I'm going to use the how-to part of the episode to share three different mindfulness techniques that are short, sharp, and simple. 
You'll be able to find the written versions of these in the transcript at letstalkaboutmentalhealth.com.au forward slash episodes, or you can go straight to the transcript at letstalkaboutmentalhealth.com.au forward slash mindfulness. And I'll also post a video version of two of these on the Let's Talk About Mental Health YouTube channel. Just search for the channel on YouTube or head over to letstalkaboutmentalhealth.com.au forward slash links where you'll find it listed. And while you're at it, please subscribe to the YouTube channel because I'm going to be adding a lot more extra content there over the next few weeks and months. So let's start with a simple mindfulness technique that takes almost no time at all. Hitting the pause button in your mind for 30 seconds and observing the moment mindfully which can be especially helpful when you're in a situation where you might be feeling a bit tense or stressed, such as, I don't know, being stuck on the side of the road with a busted tyre, or sitting through yet another boring meeting that could have been handled in five minutes by email. So let's begin. Begin by pausing, and close your eyes if it's safe to do so. Then gently slow your breathing down, and focus on inhaling and exhaling. Breathe in and breathe out. Breathe in and breathe out. Now slowly open your eyes and your moment of pause is finished. How did that feel? That was a very, very quick technique taking roughly 30 seconds. It's not fancy and it's very simple and yet it's one that you can use pretty much anywhere and anytime. Just make sure that if you're driving a vehicle or if you're out in public, that you keep your eyes open and of course when driving, stay focused on the road. To be honest, it's probably better to pull over for that 30 second activity so that you can give it your full attention. You can go one step further and mindfully notice everything that you see, hear and feel while you're eating, walking, riding public transport, brushing your teeth, whatever feels right to you and for whatever amount of time. One minute, two minutes, five, ten minutes. It can be as short or as long as you like. Having multiple short bursts of mindfulness throughout the day can be really helpful, especially if you're like me and have trouble sitting still for too long. Over time, it's worthwhile increasing how long you spend in mindfulness practice because that helps to tame the voice inside your head that can often yammer away, demanding your attention. Some Buddhists refer to it as the monkey mind because it can be like a drunken monkey bouncing around in your head and screeching for attention. And there's a good little article on HuffPost from 2011 about that, which I'll include a link to in the transcript. Going back to the how-to part, tuning into all five of your senses, sight, sound, smell, taste and touch, in a conscious and considered way, can be another simple way of grounding yourself mindfully. Sane Australia published this simple five senses mindfulness starter activity, which will be linked in the transcript. They suggested that you focus on what your senses say to you. What can you see, hear, taste, touch, and smell? Don't analyze or think about it too much. Just notice what you're sensing. If your attention wanders, that's okay. Noticing is part of mindfulness. Gently bring your mind back to your senses. Thoughts and feelings will come and go while you're being mindful. Let them. They're just thoughts. Keep your awareness on your senses, anchoring you in the present moment while everything else drifts harmlessly by. Now focus your attention on your breath. 
Feel the air go in and then go out, noticing the pauses in between. Try not to control or change your breath. Instead, allow the air to come and go. Try this for a couple of minutes or so at first. It's normal to feel distracted and to find it hard, but that can change quickly with practice. And again, the link for that is in the transcript. So, expanding on the idea of using your five senses to be more mindful, I'm going to spend a few minutes taking you through an exercise to do just that. This will run for about five minutes. And before I start, there are a couple of things that I want to mention. If you don't have a few minutes to spare your full concentration at the moment, jump ahead by five minutes and come back to this later. And as I said before, you'll also be able to find this exercise on YouTube and the link will be in the transcript and at the website. Also, if you're driving or walking in public, please put your safety first. Pull over or sit down if you can. Please do not operate a vehicle or put yourself in a vulnerable position, such as walking near traffic. If you can't do this now, come back to it at a later time when you're able to give it your full attention. And my final point before we start is ideally make sure that you're somewhere that you won't be disturbed for a few minutes. And if you can be outside or at least have a view of the outdoors, you may find that particularly helpful. So with all of that in mind, let's begin. What are you doing right now, at this very moment, besides listening to this? Stop everything that you're doing, and if it is safe to do so, then close your eyes and take a few minutes with me to focus on the present. Take a deep, slow breath in. Hold it for a moment, then gently exhale. Deep breath in. Hold it and exhale. Keep doing that as you listen to my words. If thoughts or feelings rise to the surface, notice them and gently let them go. If you feel judgment over any of your thoughts or feelings, notice that and let it go. Be aware of the temperature where you are. Notice the heat or the cold. Notice how dry or humid the air is. Notice how the air feels on your skin. Feel the temperature in your body and notice how it feels in your feet, in your legs, in your torso, in your hands, in your arms, and in your head. Now turn your focus to your sense of smell and notice any fragrances you're aware of. Experience them. Tune into your tongue and notice any lingering taste in your mouth. Now tune into your ears and notice any sound you can hear. Identify whether the sound is close or far away. If there is more than one sound, pick one and focus on it. Notice the sound and hear it fully. Now, slowly and gently, open your eyes 
and look around you. What do you see? Pick one item and focus on it completely and really notice it. Look at its shape, its size, its colour, and see the item in all of its detail. See how the light plays on it and highlights different aspects. Gently begin to look at the broader place that the item sits within and see how it sits within its surroundings. Notice how the item is just one part of a much bigger picture, just like all of us. Keep your eyes open and be part of that bigger picture for just a moment. Take a deep, slow breath in. Hold it for a moment. Then gently exhale. Deep breath in. Hold it. And exhale. Deep breath in. Hold it. And exhale. Gently allow yourself to let go of this moment of mindfulness and to recognise how it has helped you to take a few minutes to anchor yourself in the present. And then you can slowly return your focus to what you were doing before and to the rest of this podcast. Okay, so how was that? If you found your attention wandering, that's perfectly fine. It can take practice to be able to fully focus for five minutes. So keep trying and eventually you'll find you're able to concentrate for longer and longer each time. Or you can start with a shorter practice, like the pause button one that I shared earlier, and build up the amount of time over a few days or weeks. Whatever you choose to do, it's about finding what feels right to you and what helps you to take a moment to connect with the present. Because when it comes to mindfulness and mental health, what it all boils down to is this. We're often distracted by worries about the future or thoughts of the past, but the only moment that truly exists is this one, here and now. You live in the present, and so being more mindful helps you to really live in the present. Mindfulness can help to anchor you in the present moment and to be more connected with life, and it can help you to focus more on what really matters. Life is a collection of little moments that add up to big things over time, and if we don't stop to notice the little things, then we're missing out. Rather than always letting your mind be full, let go and allow yourself to become more mindful instead. So each week I like to close out by sharing a quote about the week's topic and encourage you to take a few moments to reflect on it and consider what it means to you. This week's quote is by Rumi, the 13th century Persian poet, and it is, Look past your thoughts so you may drink the pure nectar of this moment. Let me repeat that. Look past your thoughts so you may drink the pure nectar of this moment. Alright, that's nearly it for this week. Next week I'll be talking about self-esteem. I'll be discussing what self-esteem is, why it matters, and how to improve your overall self-esteem and confidence for the sake of your mental health. 
I hope you'll join me for that episode, which will be released on Monday morning in Australia and New Zealand, Sunday evening in the UK, Ireland and Europe, and Sunday afternoon in the US and Canada. You can find past episodes and additional content at the website, which is letstalkaboutmentalhealth.com.au. That's letstalkaboutmentalhealth.com.au. You can find Let's Talk About Mental Health on Instagram, Facebook and Pinterest at LTA Mental Health. That's at LTA Mental Health. And you can also find the program on YouTube. If you enjoyed this episode, please take a moment to leave a five-star review on your podcast platform of choice and tell someone that you know about the show because word of mouth really helps new people to discover the program. Thank you very much for joining me today. Look after yourself and make a conscious effort to share positivity and kindness out into the world because you get back what you put out. Take care and talk to you next time.